Hello, and welcome to So You Owned a VW Bus, a podcast fueled by the stories and anecdotes, the misadventures of our fellow VW bus drivers. If you've owned a VW bus for any length of time, you've probably got a tale of roadside breakdown blues. We met a woman, Linda Hardman, who had more than her fair share of the blues. Okay, I was um, working for UPS at the time, and I was doing time studies um, where I ride with the drivers, and I was doing a time study on a driver out in Germantown, Ohio, and I wasn't really looking for a Volkswagen bus, and this would have been about 1992, I think, is when I acquired it, and just pulled into this place, kind of a rural place, and a guy had a lot of, it was like a Volkswagen graveyard, a lot of old bugs down there and um and buses too and this one just caught my eye and i asked him if it was for sale and he said sure it can be for sale and so um, about a week later it became mine it was a 1981 and it was a a vanagon but it wasn't the um the vanagon that a lot of people are used to seeing it had some sort of a kit that came from I think out Pacific Northwest, it was called an ASI. I don't know if you're familiar with those, but they were kind of rare. The pop-up didn't go like, so you could stand up in it, which was nice, because everybody in my family is really tall. And I thought, well, this would be nice. The interior was immaculate on it. It was um, it was white in color. Everything was original, no rust. So I was tickled to find this, this, this bug. But what I didn't know was that it had some sort of a a hex on it or something. It was like the bug from hell. The ASI kit is actually the same exact one I have, although my bus is merely two years older. So this bus from hell kind of gives me the willies. Um, <laughs> one of the things that happened uh, was the the top had a seal missing around the front of it, and I didn't realize that, and I was on I-70 going... Well, first of all, you didn't go fast in this Volkswagen, it, especially up hills. It, like, had no power whatsoever. You know, everybody else is going 70, and you're going, you're lucky to hit 50. So even going to Maine on the interstate, we, you know, you just have to take your time and not worry about getting there fast. But um, so I'm on the road on the highway going to get some horse feed and started hearing a noise just, like, on the top of the bus, just and it got louder and louder and um, all of a sudden I heard a boom 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 and I looked in my rearview mirror and the, the top had had split off like you know that little tub that's in the front to put your luggage and stuff it had split off from the rest of it and cartwheeled over top of it and was flying down the road with cars like you know trying to avoid it <laughs> so I thought you know dumb me I said uh, well it's a piece of fiberglass I can put it back on I'll pick it up on my way home and I did find it on my way home but it was just obliterated cars had run over and it was a mess at this point I can tell Ryan is looking at our own bus and making sure the top is sealed on pretty tight but the bad news just keeps coming Probably the worst thing that happened was um, my brother lives in Germany, and his little his daughter she's 26 now, but she was only maybe a year and a half old, and they flew over from Germany, and they wanted to go to um, the Jersey Shore. After they got there, they had friends down there, and they said, "Bring the Volkswagen and pick us up, and we'll camp down there in you know Cape May." And I was like, "Oh, that sounds fantastic!" So I got the Volkswagen serviced. The guy that serviced it said everything's in great shape. He put a new uh, thermostat in it 
I made it to Newark, New Jersey to pick them up, pick them up at the airport, no problem. We went to Cape May, we had a blast, no problem. But on the way home, it was going slower and slower, and I was, like, losing power. And they're all asleep in the back while I'm driving. It was probably about 7 o'clock at night. We're on the um, Pennsylvania Turnpike. We'd made it almost to Harrisburg, and the motor blew up. Just nothing done. So I just coasted over to the side, and I woke them up, and I'm like, "Uh, guys, we were probably, I don't know, 10 miles from Harrisburg. So they're exhausted. You know, they've just come in from Germany and, you know, had this little camping trip and stuff. But um, so I got out and hitchhiked, and I said, I got to go get a rental car or something and find out what we're going to do, get them home anyway, then come back and mess with with the bus. And... I got picked up by this old man, and I said, can you take me to the airport? And he goes, yeah, I'll take you to the airport. Well, he went past the exit to the airport, and I could tell he was a little daft, and I was just like, you know, I think the airport's that that way, and we just, like, kept on going. So finally I said, can you just pull over and just drop me off? So I had to go back about another 10 miles, and I finally did get to the airport, and I got the... um, I had AAA, but it was just for local stuff, so I had the bus towed to a a Volkswagen dealership, and then we drove off in the rental car, and I got them back to Ohio. So I'm talking to the dealership, well, it's because of the thermostat, that's why your engine blew up. It overheated, and it blew up, and this is air-cooled, it's not water-cooled. And um, I said, well, I just had that replaced, and he said, well, was it a Volkswagen part? And I said, well, let me check with the guy that serviced it well thank god he um had put an, a, a volkswagen part in and he used the volkswagen thermostat and volkswagen paid four thousand dollars towards having a new motor put in so that was nice but then i had to figure out how to get back to harrisburg to come back this way so I actually ended up, <laughs> I had a friend who was just a nervous wreck, and he drove me up to the truck stop, and I just j- caught a ride with a semi that was going in that direction. And I held a little sign up that said, anywhere east towards Harrisburg. And so I hitchhiked and got basically hitchhiked with a semi driver. And, and was it? he dropped me off like maybe three blocks away from the Volkswagen dealership. So I just walked over, got my car, and brought it home. But... So that was probably the worst thing that happened to it. And now I am looking at this husband of mine who would never hitchhike, and I can tell he's imagining himself in this scenario. True. And while I am recovering from that nightmare story, she hits us with these two, well, explosive anecdotes. Then my brother borrowed it, the same brother from Germany. He wanted to go to the dunes up in Michigan. And he wanted to take his kids up there. Well, I got a call in the middle of the night from a sheriff's deputy, and he's like, "We've got your car up here, and your brother, your your brother's so angry at you, he doesn't even want to talk to you." And I'm like, "Why? What's the problem?" He said, "Well, it's got a fuel leak." And he said, "All it would have taken is a spark or a dropped cigarette, and that thing would have just blown up." Well, my brother finally got on the on the phone, and he could barely contain himself. He said, you had to have known about this. Couldn't you smell the fuel? And I was like, no. I said, I hardly hardly ever drove it. It just sat out there. So that it had to be towed from there, and they sat in the sheriff's. Like, they didn't know what to do, so they're, like, just sitting in the sheriff's department waiting to find out what's the, what how much it's going to cost to fix. I was able to do everything by phone, got it fixed, and got them back. But my brother, to this day, I mean, that was... 
26 years ago. He still rubs it in my face. So, you know, what a vacation you gave us with that nice bus. <laughs> When the first time we used the propane, my mom was real big on, on cooking in the Volkswagen bus. When we camping, she wanted to do the whole, you know, camping experience with the, with the, um, inside and she'd make blueberry pancakes when we were up in Maine. It was kind of like, you know, the thing that we knew she'd do. And, um, the first time we used the propane, didn't know that there was some sort of a gasket or something that was leaking. And when we lit the fire, it basically blew up. And I had to run out and around and shut the valve off real quick. But flames went all the way up to the ceiling. So kind of scorched the, the little headliner up at the top. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this sounds terrible. Why would anyone, including us, ever want to ride in one of these death traps? I like the idea of, of just being able to throw stuff in it and go. I mean, you didn't have to worry about scheduling a hotel. You know, if you had to, you pull in. We slept in many rest areas on the way to places. Um, you know, it was just one of those things where at the spur of the moment, you could just toss your, your crap in and go. And uh, it, because it was so self-contained, you know, if you, it had a refrigerator. It was the full full Monty, you know, it had all of the, the goods. So between the stove, you could cook yourself something and the refrigerator worked really well, but it was almost too cold. Sometimes it would get like a big blob of ice in there and we'd have to like crack the door to let it melt down a little bit. But so you had this flaming stove and then next to it, you had this freezer that was like freezing everything. But uh, so, and I think it's just um, the idea of just the freedom of just being able to just jump in it and go and um, and have some adventures along the way. It's what appealed to me, and it was awfully cute. You know, just sitting in the driveway, it was cute till it got crushed, but it was a lot of fun, so. See, there's the romance of camper buses that you fell in love with. Good. The final thing was with the tree, which I didn't hear. I was asleep, and I got up to go to work and came walking out and went, oh, no. And a big, like, uh, it was like half of a maple tree that's still out here. And it came across the garage and crushed the garage and then crushed the Volkswagen, too. So, uh, Turns out that this bus has more lives than a cat, though. Uh, I sold it to a guy. He said he was an aeronautics engineer or something and he was going to redo the whole fiberglass top and everything and uh, he was moving to Arizona was going to take it with him and I was like just get it out of here <laughs> uh, the guy from Arizona called me about maybe four years later and he was being transferred to overseas and he's like Do, would you like to buy your Volkswagen bus back and I was like no, you keep that damn thing. <laughs> so, so it was like a love-hate relationship, you know, when it, when it ran and when it did what it was supposed to do, it was a blast, but you always knew in the back of your mind that there was probably going to be some sort of problem with it. it you know. So we asked Linda one last question. Would you ever own another VW bus? I'd love to have another one someday, but just not that one. <laughs> Wherever she is, I don't want her back. <laughs> That's our show, folks. To follow our adventures and see some photos of the folks we interview, visit our website, ontheroadwithaddy.com. We also have an Instagram, at ontheroadwithaddy. 
Addie is spelled A-D-I-E. Until next time, stay safe out there. Keep the rubber side down and be kind to your fellow drivers, even if they are tailgating you in a GMC.